My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for being here. If you miss Blinded by the Item, you can find that in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. Today is a big day because hopefully we will get some negotiations going again. I'm talking about the SAG after a strike. Well, hopefully we get a deal assigned, sealed, and delivered by SAG after because they're apparently holding a deal. That was proffered by the good people over at the studios. That is AMTPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP
So it'll be interesting to see now what what they say in response. Because if they say no, then it looks like they're the ones walking away. Mm-hmm. Right? It's Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with AI. They want to be able to control people's image the way they've done it. And we're looking forward to doing, you know, in the future. Um, they don't want to budge on that. And they also don't want to budge on sharing information about streaming services and streaming numbers, you know, and paying people residuals for those. Because if they are transparent about their numbers, then they have to say, okay, per episode, how many views did I get when I was on that episode? Yeah, And it becomes, um, well, they just can't lie to us anymore, and they don't like that. (laughs) Netflix wants to be able to put up their top 10, which is like, is it really, or is it just the ones that you spent the most money on, so you're pushing those? You know, I mean, that's a little like who cares about that? But honestly, they're not they're not transparent about their numbers. Well, what's what has always been interesting in this particular debate. And I know for the average person, they're like, do I really care what's going on behind the scenes with, you know, like because I think that most people probably think about this in terms of like it's George Clooney versus the big studios. When in actuality, as we know, and we've tried to remind people and highlight because it's just it kind of falls behind the wayside is like, actually, we're talking about people who make very little money and frankly are probably already suffering and have been for the last, you know, couple months. Right. Yeah. And they probably had to leave the industry in order to find other work. Yep. I have three friends that have left L.A. Really? That were doing well. Yeah. I mean, I would say. Did they have to like go home or like what? Mm hmm. Back to Missouri. Yeah. You know, for now. But, you know, one of them is a hair and makeup guy. The other one is a dancer. And the other one is um, is a cameraman, actually. Yeah. So I think that's important to remember, because I think the average person just thinks you have a bunch of rich people in Hollywood arguing. Can't you guys figure it out? And if it were only that easy, then, yeah, they probably would have been able to figure it out. But we're talking about something that's a lot larger. So it's important to remember those people that are literally already having to make life changes because of it. But it is still, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something and now I can't remember what it is, but um, we don't have any word, frankly, on what SAG-AFTRA has decided. But when we do, obviously we'll talk about it. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it's sooner rather than later because I know they had pickets planned already for today. Mm -hmm. So maybe by the end of the day. Well, I did see our friend Rich Summer going to the picket lines today. Um, he was on the show with us in a previous, uh, when it all started, really, or towards the beginning of all of this. What has it been, like 120 days now or something? If Some, not more. around that, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looks like the people picketing are still, I mean, they're still out on the lines. Oh, actually, uh-huh, let's see. This was, yesterday was 115 days, so okay. 116 days. That's a long time. Imagine not collecting a paycheck for 116 days. You would have to have a spouse or a partner who has a really good job to support. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, I would have found another job. And by that, I mean, not that it's easy to find another job. I'm saying I would have had to make the decision. Totally. In my own life to do something else because who has enough savings in California or in California? And also at that level, Chicago, yeah. Of. The industry where you're not like yeah twenty six thousand dollars that's the um, the average person or or to qualify for insurance for SAG-AFTRA yeah so 
Ooh, we just hope that it they don't just give up on which I don't think Fran Drescher is going to give up on things that they're very, very solid on. Yeah, I think it seems like the union is pretty strong in terms of holding steadfast to the things that they want. But I also sure am sure that the pressure like is a factor and that is hopefully encouraging people to have positive discussions and try to come up with because here's the other thing it's not the last contract they'll ever sign right you know the writers signed like a three-year contract i think it was yeah Yeah. absolutely well should we learn anything fingers crossed uh we'll keep you in the loop and when we come back here on the adventures of bradley and dawn from the very uh well look the very industry that we're just talking about is still working there are still movies uh, in theaters, and in fact, Dawn saw one of those movies. This one, something tells me, was probably not struck work. No, because it's a foreign film. Uh, and you actually are going to give us a little review yes, when you come I back. Am. What's the movie called? It's called Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. When we come back right here on, on the My Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Now is the perfect time for you to go ahead and make an appointment for yourself or the whole family for your regular dental checkup screenings, you name it. Because we're getting close to the end of the year, which means it's a perfect opportunity to use up the rest of those 2023 benefits you've been paying for all year. Also, um, unlike a lot of dental practices around the Twin Cities, they've actually got appointments. They are not dealing with the same shortage of hygienists and dentists that a lot of places are throughout the Twin Cities. In fact, they've got appointments this week and next. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give them a jingle. And then in no time, you'll be sitting in that chair or actually... I say no time, so this week, next week, whatever works best. But it could also be towards uh, next month. Whatever works best for your schedule, just go ahead and make your appointment today. It could not be easier. And trust me when I say you're going to love Dakota Dental. I do. Tell them Bradley sent you. My Talk 1071. This is the place for the adventures of Bradley and Dawn and all of your entertainment news we will keep you abreast of what's going on with the strike and everything else. Um, not a lot of movies out right now, but I did see a movie yesterday. You saw theaters. a movie in the yes. theater? Yes, I did. Wow, so um, fancy. What'd you see? I saw Anatomy of a Fall, and this won the Palme d'Or at Cannes. And it's about two writers who live in the French Alps, and they're married. One of them falls, and... Uh, in the trial, that's the result of one of them being a suspect. Somebody falls like down the someone stairs. Falls, um, someone falls from their... It's in the French Alps, so they have a really beautiful oh. chalet. And so the top window, they fall out of that like, window. Uh, just like Auntie Mame's husband fell off the oh, mountain. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, except it wasn't down the mountain. So, um, But I do have a clip of the trailer here. It doesn't spoil anything. Um, here we go. I need you to be precise. Tell me everything. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know what happened. I think it fell off that third floor. The windows open. The autopsy report is inconclusive. An accidental fall is going to be hard for us to defend. That's why there's an investigation for a more suspicious death. Because you were the only person there. And of course, you're his wife. Stop. 
I did not kill him. You had a fight the day before he died. You need to start seeing yourself the way others are going to perceive you. Okay. Uh, did she kill him? That's right. That is the question. And so if you like procedurals, if you like dramas, if you like true crime, it does get into the thick of like courtroom drama type situations because we're hearing and seeing a lot of things in the moment that you're like, oh, oh, they have a recording of this. Okay, this changes things. So you do go back and forth within this trying to figure out what really happened. And I loved the fact that it wasn't obvious right away. And you did like you did question you're questioning all the time. And it's written wonderfully. The actors are fantastic. Um, And also, I want to say, like, this is an indie film. So it's not going to have all those like, you know, it's it's going to be an indie film. It's two and a half hours, which is I think it should have been two. But that's just my preference. Uh, But it is there are parts where if you need constant action, you're not going to get it because it's a lot of talking about what happened. Yeah. But it does keep your mind going the whole time. Well, because you're trying to figure out presumably who did what. Exactly. And also there's a kid involved, which I I cannot believe how amazing this little boy actor is. He is outstanding. And also the mother, the woman who's on trial here, Sandra Hewler, I think her name is. She's won many in in foreign film fests like Best Actress Awards. We just don't really know of her traditionally here in the u.s um but it is half in french and half in english mm-hmm. so if you struggle reading <laughs> subtitles yeah i'm just trying to let people know when they go in i really really like to move yeah i've never heard anything about this film so i'm curious yeah i mean it basically it's in theaters won, now it won the best picture award basically at Cannes this year yeah so i i loved it i i thought it was really well done the acting is just extraordinary and I'm not going to tell you the end. Well, that would be good because otherwise then I wouldn't need to see it. So, yeah. Even though Mike. Don't spoil it. Mike asked me to tell him. Did I'm you tell just, him? No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch it. And I did have the question because this trailer played right before uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, so I was like, oh, so that like, looks I really need good. To know. And I would like to know how it ends because I'm did not going to spend two and a half hours to watch it. I can't. I can't participate in spoiling anything. Well, just Google it, Mike. Even if you're being asked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, Don. That's because cool, what if you decide if it wins at the Oscars? What if you decide maybe I will see that? Like, what are you going to feel icky about it after I told you? No. Did you have like a spoiling issue, issue in your life that traumatized you, Don? Mm. <laughs> this is great. This is sort of like a little psychology. I would. Well, say, I just mean like, what's the aversion to spoiling it? If people say spoil it, man, I actually won't. I can't, I personally, I hate seeing something that I know the ending of. Uh, like, I don't like it at all. Like, even a whole well, can series. I tell you? Yeah. Like, people have spoiled an entire series for me, and I'm like, I guess I don't need to watch the end. I feel the same way. I also, like, insofar as, or I should say, I will go so far as, and we're going to talk about this later, Great British Bake Off, I don't, I look away when they're doing the, like, first episode, or, like, the episode <laughs> yeah. pre-cap. I close my eyes. Oh, I do the same thing. <laughs> I look away because I don't want to see who dropped their souffle. Exactly. Because that's just because then here's my mind. My mind, the entire episode is distracted. When is the souffle dropping? Yeah. Like I am holding on to all those bits. 
Or when is the person going, oh, yeah, you know? And exactly. so until I get to that moment, I'm distracted. So I absolutely relate to that. Yeah. Although if somebody asked me to spoil it for them, I would kind of take glee. It's kind of like Ooh. I want to give people their Christmas presents before Christmas. Oh, that's sweet. Like, do you want it now? <laughs> you sure you don't want it now? Oh, you really? I, I would yeah. spoil Christmas for people constantly if I could. Oh, my gosh. Because it's just fun. Like, I can't. I don't like surprise. I don't like holding on to surprises. Okay. I just want to dump it. Dump it. Enjoy it. Take it now. Sometimes it's you're forced to like break the surprise because they're going to go do something else. They're like, yep. And you're like, please don't book that right now. Why? Oh, no reason. Just don't. No. Well, I wanted to. And you're like, okay, I got you concert tickets. Yeah. Like I ruined my birthday surprise for my boyfriend. (laughs) Um, but I think that the acting is going to blow you away and I wouldn't see it if you feel a little sleepy. My boyfriend got a little sleepy in the theater. Um, but other than that, it's a pretty good film. I'm curious. I know that they will enter themselves into the Oscar race. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm just curious. Yes. Well, since it won basically best picture, it could go either way because half of it is in English. So, and we have I seen think, foreign uh, based or mm, tangentially connected films mm-hmm. in the best picture Parasite, category. Parasite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm curious to see. I think they have a better chance at winning best foreign film. Mike? Best picture, it is now 15. It's the 15th most likely movie to win. Okay. From an odd standpoint. From okay. a Vegas odd standpoint. All right. Okay. At least foreign film, I can tell about. you here it is. Uh, I just love that Mike always odds. has his finger He always on has the odds. his thoughts. Of course I do. Yeah. Um, oh, it does have Ford listed. I apologize. See if I can find it. Mike, thank you so much for that. Ho- yeah. Um, Dawn, I almost said Holly. I don't know why that name I'm came fine up. with you calling me Holly. Hey, Holly. <laughs> um, for the rest of the show, you're Holly. No, um, Dawn, thank you so much for that review. Again, the name of the movie is... Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy of a, fa- of a Fall, wherever theaters are available <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> what? Uh, I think we're talking about Bake Off, <laughs> right? Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. Look, I know the world is a very busy place. It's also a hectic place. It's also a terribly tragic place for many people every day of the year. And I know that can seem overwhelming. And most days when you turn on the television or open social media, it is very overwhelming, especially if you want to do right by the world and you want to help. Now, here's the good news. The good news is a light is on the ground in over 20 countries, 365 days a year, helping persons who are displaced by war, conflict, famine, And increasingly things like climate change. You can be a part of uh, the work they're doing, whether it's supporting it financially or volunteering your time or spreading the word about the work that they're doing or just simply learning more about the work they're doing. There truly is a number of ways that you can help. Head to wearealight.org today to learn about their work around the world. And thank you. My Talk 107.1, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, We love talking about the Great British Bake Off. This segment is called Talk on Bake Off. (laughs) Talk on Bake Off, Dawn! That's right. So Uh, We we have to catch up two episodes. Yeah, two episodes. Because you were gone, I think, for one episode. That's correct, yes. And so you're all caught up? I am. Good, me too. Do you have any thoughts about... Uh, patisserie. Was it patisserie? It was pastry week. Yes, your patisserie. favorite week. No, that's not my favorite. Oh, oh I thought you said pastry week was your favorite I week. I thought bread week was my favorite. Oh, 
Okay. Maybe it was patisserie. Girl, I don't know. This is pastry. I do love pastries. Okay. Um, I felt like they had too many savory things and not enough. Agreed. Two out of three savories. Two out of three challenges were savory, and I thought that's kind of rude. It is rude. Why do you think we think it's rude? Because I bet a lot of people would be like, why do you think it's rude? Well, I would say because (laughs) they don't need to. It is what it is. British people eat a lot of meat pies. They do. Can and we, just, we don't. We don't. A pot pie is about the closest we come. True. Or a quiche. A quiche. Yeah. That's the pre- the French pronunciation. <laughs> quiche. Quiche. <laughs> um, yeah, so beyond a quiche and maybe a savory scone, we're not really big savory pastry people. No. And so the first one was 12 picnic pies, which includes... 12 picnic pies. Picnic pies. I have made... Sausage pies before, little oh. sausage pies. Basically like what they did. And it was, they were so good. This is a short crust, the hot water crust pastry. Yeah. And I had a real leaking problem with mine. Your your hot water crusts were leaky? Oh, yeah. Why do you think? I think it's because, uh, well, it has something to do with like overfilling them. Mm. But then they did mention something about that on the show. And now I know why, because pork does a certain thing yeah well i will say it shrunk and you have to you have to be very careful because normally and this is what i thought interesting because i think prue even said something like you should have poured an aspic i know that the listeners out there right now are like what are these fools talking about but other bake-off fan mike you've already tuned out right no not at all i'm excited to hear (laughs) what we're supposed to do it's totally what did she say now? Prue said. She, she said, um, because remember when you cut into a little pie yeah. and there's a big gap between mm, the meat because yes. the, the meat will shrink. Yes. And so she said, you might want to have poured an aspic, which would fill in the space, which is a common like British thing. They pour in a little bit of meat juice oh, that will oh, gel jelly. Yes. so that as it cools. Because again, they're eating cold meat pies, which for us, I think for the American audience, we're like, Cold meat pie? Actually, not too bad. I that mean, these were good. They were. They just sound ugly. amazing, and I'm sure they're wonderful. But like, you can imagine the American audience is kind of erping, like, mm. er, like. Cold I would heat mine pie? up though, but yeah. they were like, I did eat one of them cold. Yeah. But anyway, enough about me. The moral of the story is, <laughs> yeah, it's a real art, and culturally, it's not one we're familiar with. True. Uh, the next thing was a pativier, which I've also baked, but it had apples in it and like frangipan. Yeah. Um, and this one was scal- basically scalloped potatoes inside of a um, a layered type, very flaky pie. I, yeah, it's it's like a but short. Did you say rough puff? It's a rough. Puff, it's a right? rough puff pastry. And it's almost like for us in the United States, again, it, the closest thing I can imagine would be like a pot pie. But this one had, um, well, wait, was Dauphinois it the pativia? Is, Dauphinois, the potatoes. Yes, which we call scallop potatoes. Yeah, they're the sliced real thin. Boiled in the in a skillet with some cream and yeah. butter and all that good stuff and onions. Um, so Christy got a handshake on that one. And this is the girl that I said, this is the cute one that Paul Hollywood will have his eye on. And? He has his eye on her. He flirts with her for sure. Yeah. I want to remind you, I'm not just making this up in my head. 
that he had an affair. Did I say you were making it up in your I'm head? I'm just listening to people going, how do you know that? He had a real affair with a real Bake Off star. Oh, so you think like once an affair, always mm-hmm. an affair? No, not always. No, I but... think you're right. He was definitely <laughs> flirting with her. But, yeah. Um, that was Pastry Week. Was the Petivier, that was the technical challenge? Yes. And then what was the, the showstopper? This... We're not doing spoilers, so we're not going to tell you who left, but... No. Um, but what was the These showstopper? These were fruit pies, which some of them were not great, you know? And British, let's be clear, they're not big on fruit pies. They're not. That's and they basically said an American style. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, some people had it right. Some people didn't. Um, in the end, you could kind of tell who you can always kind of tell, like, who's going to be going home. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of bored by pastry week. Oh, my God. Because I'm not a huge pastry person. OK, I know. Uh, did I? There's no way I said pastry. Maybe you was, didn't mean pastry. Maybe week? I meant patisserie. Maybe you did. Yeah. I thought it was bread. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I remember I questioned you about why it wasn't bread. Pastry. Okay, you very well could be right. Maybe I was thinking patisserie because that's like the you know the different mm-hmm. you know French entremet and mm-hmm. all little those wonderful tiny, desserts. Little tiny beautiful things you see in the yeah. bakery cabinet at Kowalski's. Yeah. That's what we're talking about there. Yeah, pastry is just kind of like what kind of crust are you going to make? Yeah, true. Yep. Um, and then this week, botanical oh. week. Last week, I should say botanical week can we i feel like that was kind of a cheat yeah so botanical week for the audience if you're just joining us we're talking about great british bake-off botanical just refers to kind of like spicy things spices herbs yeah flowers root root (laughs) roots it just seemed like kind of a like like, stretch it totally was because you're going to be cooking with those kind of things in everything. Yeah. So why did you specifically, why didn't you, I guess they just wanted to they tie everything to together. <laughs> yeah, like, I need, guess so. We need something else. You can repeat things, guys. It's not like we're going to remember what you did in season four. Yeah. It's just, we won't. But I will say, uh, anyway, of Botanical Week, what was the uh, signature? Uh, the signature was uh, spice. Uh, they were 12 spice sticky buns. Oh, that's right. They had to do their own version of a sticky bun, which was kind of fun. Yeah. So if you're, I mean, we know the most common here is a cinnamon roll. Yeah. So variations on that kind of a thing. Uh, and I really enjoyed watching everybody do a great job. Once again, this is a show where it doesn't have to have like, some weird kind of drama that they invent. Well, and I will say we are as far in. So what was that? Six? Episode six? Yeah. So we're six episodes into what is going to be eight, ten episodes? Eight episodes? Let's see. Um, Not ten. Uh, we're getting close is my point. So mm-hmm. like we're well into it. So at this point you feel like everybody should be relatively good when they're showing off, right? Like they should be all capable at this point. You would think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously somebody's going to have to go home every week. But what, what is it that drives you crazy whenever you're watching Bake Off? What is the thing that when people do a certain thing, you go, come on. Rose water. Thank you. Um, Thank you. It happened. Every yeah, Well, yeah. And remind me how, who did. Dana. But what was the. Um, that was the four layers, uh, floral layered dessert. Oh, yeah. 
It was like, pick something else. Just don't do Rose. Never put Rose in anything. If I were going on Bake Off, they were like, you get like the Willy Wonka golden ticket to go on Bake Off just as like a total boob and yeah. like sideshow. And pretend to have a British accent. And yeah. Oh, would I, that would be awesome. <laughs> have they ever had like an American? No. They have the American show, which it, it's not the same. It's not the it's same. Not, well, not we don't good. have the same baking culture. No. Um, but I would, I would, go, I would refuse to do anything Rose. You'd be like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Or really extract of any kind, oh. because I feel like they're always very averse to extract. Like he'll say like, oh, it's blueberry. Are you using extract or like, you know, cinnamon? Oh, are you using extract? Mm-hmm. Never a good idea because no. it's going to taste fakey. It does. It start and then they the last thing was like this floral layer dessert, like I said, and they put, you know, they put flowers, edible, you know, flowers that you can eat, and I'm like, it's just pretty. Like, do we? Yeah. And is that a lot of talent per se? It's I just wouldn't like, say like throwing flower petals on yeah. top of your cake. Was there anything that you watched over the last two episodes and you thought I want to make that? Yes, um, I wanted to make some sticky buns. Because hot cross buns, I wanted to try those. I've never made those. That's definitely a British thing. So, But they don't call them hot cross buns. What do they call them? They have a name for it, don't they? Mm, I think Chelsea they call buns? Them, they call, yeah, I think they call them Chelsea buns too. But they, they call them hot cross buns. Do they? Mm-hmm. So you want to make those? I do want to make those because I don't... When are you making them? Well, I have to just, you know, make sure that I have the time and I have the willpower not to eat the whole pan. Just bring them in, Don. That's the point. We but I can't make... do it in the Mike? morning. Why? I guess I can. I don't do the morning show anymore. What you am I talking absolutely about? absolutely can. I ba- baked a loaf of bread this morning. Okay. Yeah, I'm just you... <laughs> saying it doesn't take that long. Well, but for sourdough, that's different because you can do, like you said, you can... You put the dough in overnight. I guarantee you, you could do the, the same oven. thing with buns. You could put them in the fridge overnight and then pull them out in the morning, let them rise a second time. It's a time. double proofing situation there. I mean, sourdough took all day yesterday, and then I just popped it in the oven this morning. You but can do my it. Point is that it's a double proof, and you can't overproof them. So, overproof. I have faith in you. Okay. But you want to eat the sticky buns. Basically, I just want buns, Mike. Same. Okay. See? Okay, I'll do it. Right. I'll do it. Good to know. What are you going to make? Uh, whatever you want. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, let's go through the list and okay. figure that out during We'll the, start with your buns, the... and then we'll revisit. <laughs> when we come back here on the Adventures okay. of Bradley and Don. Oh, my God. The food conversation continues. I feel like we're on a roll. Why? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about one fruit pie. <laughs> Although, technically, it's a gourd pie. It's not a fruit pie. Hmm. Um. Food court is going to be in session when we come back. And here is, I'm just going to say it. And you can sit with it during the break. And then we're going to battle it out in the next segment. Pumpkin pie is trash. My Talk 107.1, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. He's trying to start a riot. Yes, he Stop is. Stop it. No, I'm not. I just have opinions. That's Bradley Trainer over there saying outrageous things. Oh, the and truth. we got to go to food court. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food. Got to be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sbarro. Pumpkin pie is not, it's not my, I don't like, it's trash. 
Oh. 651-641-1071. Feel free to join the conversation if you agree. If you don't, (laughs) stay tuned. Dawn, I wanted to bring this up in the context of the Turkey Day Hot Takes. I saw an article that had some people's Turkey Day Hot Takes. That is... Hot takes for Thanksgiving tradition. So this like this things great. where people are like, I think turkey's stupid. I think green bean casserole is overrated. That would be a hot take. My hot take, when I was thinking about it, reflecting, is, and I think the older I get, the more I'm willing to just say, you can say it. I don't like pumpkin pie. And I think it's kind of, here's the thing, in a perfect world, maybe it's a fine thing. Well, but, what is it about our world today that makes you not enjoy <laughs> pumpkin pie? What is it? Well, the world is a very complicated place right okay. now. And, Everyone's no, videoing everything. The ubiquity, the, the ubiquity, and the just what laziness, lazy of uh, most people's pumpkin pie. <laughs> oh my God, Let me be clear. I'm talking about like, you know how people just, they're like, oh, we need to have a pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I'm going to put it on the table. I sh- I picked it up at the grocery store. Oh. It's just a flabby, flabby, eggy custard. You know how like it's, it's real custard, like eggy, like scrambled eggy. Like when it's not oh. good, it's not good. And I just think nine times out of 10, it's not good. Now, look, your Aunt Francine probably makes the best one ever, and I ain't trying to steal her thunder on Thanksgiving, so please don't think this is a personal affront to Aunt Peggy and Darlene. But the average grocery store slash didn't think about it that much, pumpkin pie is not good. And you only are eating it because it's there. I really like it. Do you really? I really do, do you like really? it. really? Seriously? It's so good with whipped cream. But don't you just like the whipped cream? I love the whipped cream, and it's a perfect pairing with the <laughs> pumpkin pie. It's a perfect pairing. Mostly because the whipped cream usually doesn't really taste like anything, and then the pumpkin the comes pumpkin. in with the punch. It, there ain't no punch. Come on, It is now. a boring-ass pumpkin. Mike, who's, who's on, on the, the phone? phone? We've got uh, Cookie Patty. Oh, it's Cookie Patty. <laughs> Cookie Hi, Cookie Patty. Patty. Hi. How are you, Bradley? It's been a while. I know, honey. It's been a while. Tell me you agree. I am fully in your court. Thank you very yes. much. Oh. I, but I'm also, you might not agree with this. That's fine. I could go, like, I could have a table full of fruit pies. Okay. Apple, cherry, yep. blueberry, or pecan. Nothing. I would starve to death before. No, I don't do fruit and pie. And the problem with pumpkin, so I can say, it looks like vomit. It's not a visually appealing pumpkin. And it's always cracked and it's like, (laughs) yeah, because it's a custard and nobody knows how to make a custard. I mean, myself included, I would, I would constantly overcook the dumb thing if I were making my own. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying I could do it either, but I just, there's something, I agree. but I'm also kind of a simpleton that, you know, give me a French silk pie. Give me a, agreed. Lemon meringue. I can go lemon meringue. I'll do it. All right, Cookie but, Patty, yeah. thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Cookie Patty. Thank you for being on the correct side of history. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dawn, so, do you get a pumpkin pie every year? Is this like staple in your Thanksgiving tradition? I would say let's erase the years that I've been here where I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, no. No, I mean, this this family that I'm a part of, does they don't do that. So, <gasps> I mean, I go to Kowalski's and get single servings of turkey and 
you know, all the things. And then I'll make something like green bean Mike, casserole. Mike, we talked about this last week. We did, yeah. we, That we were going to have to, we're going to have to bring her some Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner. That's because nice. that's sad. Well, I, do, I mean, it is what it is. They just don't do it. Yeah. They used to, but they don't do it anymore. I know, but I want you to have some thanks. Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, well. That, that week or something. But, we'll but I'm not bringing dinner. you uh, pie. Mike can be responsible for the okay. pumpkin I'll bring pie. you pie, but I'm not going to say it's pumpkin. Oh, okay. I grew up okay. with the pie. I grew up with the pumpkin pie all the time. Well, like we in all the fall. did. We all did. Because we grew pumpkins. Okay. Well, and look, your mom probably, again, I ain't Amazing. trying to like. But oh, pumpkin sure. That's pie not the point. Yeah. It's just not good. It Who's doesn't on taste the phone? Like anything. Got Caroline on the or Carolyn on the phone. Carolyn, what do you have to say about pumpkin? Pa. I I don't mind it. Um, you know, I agree with uh, you have to have it with whipped cream, but I really like fruit pies. They have yeah. some taste to them. They have some text something the rest that lemon meringue, French silk, all it is is mush. What are you biting into? You might as well just have whipped cream. Yeah. Right in your mouth. Oh. Look, I'd still rather have whipped cream than that vile brown custard known as uh, oh, pumpkin no. pie. As long as it's covered with whipped cream, yeah. I'm fine with pumpkin pie. But you're not yeah. going to reach for that first. No, I'd probably take a um, cherry or an apple or rhubarb yeah. before I did that. Gotcha. Thank you, sweetie, Carolyn. Um, Dawn, if you're not reaching for a pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. what kind of pie would you reach for? My favorite pie yeah. is strawberry rhubarb pie. Oh, yeah. You've said that before. Mm-hmm. I should have made you a strawberry rhubarb pie because well, I get lots of strawberries and rhubarb. You do. But it's all over now. Oh, so I'm okay. sorry. Well, there we go. <laughs> Next year. Um, uh, we have another caller that we're going to squeeze in there. I know we do, but before we uh, do, I was just going to say that if I were going to pick a pie that was not pumpkin, because you're like, okay, you don't like pumpkin pie. Well, what would you have on the table? My favorite pie, I think, it's safe to say, would be a pecan pie for Thanksgiving. Because mm, yeah, it's just they're good too. Yummy. But they can be bad. Not as bad as pumpkin. I don't like a fluffy inside. I like it fluffy. to be more dense like caramel. I like the you just know, a traditional pecan pie. Pecan pie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who do we have on the line, Mike? Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee. Honey, what do you think about pumpkin pie? Well, first of all, pecan pie is goopy and it's awful. So I agree with you, John. It has to be thicker. And I don't, and pumpkins taste like, even if you get the pie pumpkin, it doesn't taste like anything. So I know. I, oh I my God. It just tastes like paste. Potato. Yeah. Oh, you want to put sweet potato with it for some flavor. I totally agree, Sharon Lee. I mean, Craggy, yeah, uh, you Craggy. know, yeah, Craggy pumpkin pop. I totally agree, <laughs> Sharon Lee. You're my, you're my favorite. It's in it. It's too dry. It's yucky. I agree. Put the pumpkin pie, and you'll love it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Sharon <laughs> Thank Lee. You, Sharon. And I will say, sweet potato pie any day of the week, nine times, ten times better. <sighs> too Way sweet more for me. flavor. Too sweet for you. Now I've only had Patty Labelle's sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. Shout I, out to Patty Labelle, y'all. I would eat uh, every single day of the year. Okay, Mike, what's your favorite Thanksgiving pie? Uh, well, my favorite pie. I'm not a big pie guy, except pecan pie is probably my favorite dessert of all time. I'm chocolate everything. I'm chocolate all everything, but pecan pie is wow. absolutely Mike, my favorite. Have you ever of had a chocolate chip pecan pie? Yes. 
Oh, yes, I have. That's yeah. usually what we get for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and that is like I will eat the so the chocolate chips are just that. in the crust with the pecans. Not in the crust; no, it's in it's the in like the, goo. Yep, that's too much for yeah, me. It's I rich. Just it is rich, rich, but it's real good with a big scoop of ice cream. Mm, it's certainly better than that pasty paste pecan pie yeah. or pumpkin pie. <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. pe- pe- Nobody uh, called in to pie? defend it. I know it's okay. It's fine. Well, we'll how just... can you defend something that you have to add brown sugar, nutmeg, cinnamon, cloves, black powder, salt, eggs, just to make it edible? Yeah. See what he said. Oh, my god. Oh, gosh. and then you also have to put uh, whipped cream on top of it. Uh, it's just not happening. The judge has decided. Ah! Pecan p- or, uh, pumpkin pie is gag. terrible. All right, so there's no pumpkin pie anymore <laughs> it's at your awful. Thanksgiving dinner table. Bye. It's not going to be at uh, our Thanksgiving dinner that we have with you, Don. Okay. Yeah, no, we're, we'll bring you some. Do you like apple pie? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Who didn't love an apple pie? Yeah. God, I guess we don't want to start that yet. Anyway, maybe tomorrow. When we come back here on the uh, Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. <sighs> Dawn, <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. But I've got three headlines I'm going to read to you. And you, you get to pick which story you want to hear about. Now, I will tell you that these headlines are the most random stories that I could find on the Internet. And it's up to you to determine which one you actually want to hear the full story about. Is one of them... Um, no, man from the Midwest it. insults all pumpkin pie lovers. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that one of them? Exactly. No, we just did that. Okay. And it's now in our podcast. So if you want to download that episode and share it with all your friends and family for the holidays, please do. <laughs> when we come back, a dumb story roulette of sorts right here on my talk. One Oh seven one.